Urge you through Sid's leg of the river. You okay, hon? Fine. I'm Greg Turner. And I'm Pat Raymond. And we're the Holly Globes. Two American besties here to give you our take on our latest obsession, the steamy UK soap opera, Holly Oaks. We're two dapper dogs from across the pond here to tell you what's really going on in the village where everything happens and anything can change in an instant. Welcome to Hollywoods. Third time's a charm. Yes, welcome. Welcome to episode three. Welcome, Pat. Welcome, Greg. It's great hey. to be back with my favorite Holly bloke. Ah, me as well. I I, I share your sentiment. Oh. I don't know about you, but I, I'm starting to feel a little British. Like I'm like, I'm calling my friends mates. I'm like, I want to have a cup at, at the end of the night, you know? <laughs> I want you to I want to invite you over to mine. I want to go to yours, you know, like <laughs> well, I have noticed you're drinking a lot of tea these days. Yes, I know. I'm swimming in it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and I can't I can't wait to invite someone back to mine after lockdown. I'm gonna I'm gonna use Ooh. all these Britishisms to seduce seduce men. One of my favorite things is now I say, um, our Greg or, or our Pat <laughs> with yeah. possessive with families. So I love when people do that. I love when they do that on the show, but I always like sort of notice, I don't know, in my head, they're always doing it about the same characters. My friend is from Liverpool and she always does that about her son. She, she's always like, our Jack, well, that's our Jack. And so every time someone says it on Hollyoke, I always think of her <laughs> doing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, if we do ever get ourselves to Hollyoaks, they certainly seem to have enough room for us there because everyone is inviting people to move in with them constantly. I know. And and the <laughs> amount of space these extra rooms must have, like for multiple people, it's amazing. Yeah, because now we've got the Devros are inviting Toby to move in. Or um, no, the, Toby already lives there. They're inviting Celeste to move in. And all the musical chairs with who, wherever Darren and Mandy might end up, everyone's like, we have an extra room. So it's like... <laughs> How many rooms do you people have? Because like Cindy's got an extra room. I know you've got children. You've got Tom and Yaz living with you. Well, they I must think. have lots of extra rooms because that's where the children always are. Right, right. The children are upstairs. <laughs> and we, we did learn a little bit about Hollyoaks real estate this week with house prices going down due to Jordan's murder, as Grace is concerned <laughs> with. And also Sami is really, really excited to buy a house for the baby. And apparently half of a, an inheritance from an evil doctor would only get them a, a decent house. Yeah, right. I mean, I feel like Edward is as close to rich as anyone who's been on the show since we've been watching. So I would feel like that his money that he's leaving behind has to be some big, big bucks, or at least he, he portrayed it that way. I did love when Grace was complaining about real estate and Diane gave her that zinger like, that's how we all felt when you moved to town and our, and our home values went down. I was like, oh, all right, Diane. She's she's a fiery redhead. She is. I know. I thought the red hair was going to go away, but, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it at this point, I guess. I'm getting used to it. Yeah, I, I can deal with it. So let's talk about this week. But to me, it was like Sid and Nancy. It was Sid and Nancy. <laughs> And then everyone sort of spiraled from them, be it Mandy and then Darren and Luke and Stee and that whole storyline with the leg. Oh my God, um, oh my the gosh. leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, like, well, I thought it was super ridiculous 
the, the cinematography of Sid sitting at the table with the leg just on the table. And I was like, what is happening right now? And then he's, then he uses the leg to put the, the, the ketamine in that he's going to go sell, which is pretty genius. And it looked like chocolate bars. It took me a minute to, I was like, is that money? I don't, again, I don't (laughs) understand the logistics of Ket. (laughs) No, me neither. I guess we need to know more about drugs, but, but then uh, the leg of course comes off and ends up in the river question mark pond question mark. Yeah. The river that flows out of it. With a strong (laughs) current that no one could jump in and grab the leg. That seem or to the be drugs displayed. that are just sitting there, yeah. no one notices that. But apparently, we just listen. I will suspend my disbelief on this because it was hysterical. Nancy pegging the prosthetic leg in, in the river. <laughs> Nancy, you know, she's she's got the mother's intuition this week. She knows that Charlie is not meant to be in prison. She knows someone else killed Jordan. She just feels it in her bones, and she's adamant about it. And when Charlie mentions Sid, she kind of puts it all together that you know, Sid got Charlie into this in the first place. So then Sid becomes her enemy. And when she sees him sitting by the pond with his leg off, the leg gets thrown in the river. And with it, the ketamine <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that Sid was meant to sell, which he tries to explain to Victor why he doesn't have the drug money. And he starts with, it was this lady. It was this lady. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Victor s- shuts him right the fuck up and says, do not start a sentence with it was this lady. I don't want to hear it. He tells him, get my money or I'm going to take your other leg as collateral. <laughs> Damn, that is, uh, that's some collateral. I hope he, he has good insurance. Seems like he doesn't because the replacement leg is going to cost 10,000 pounds. The permanent one, which I guess now last week's all the, the, the much ado about the permanent leg uh, was set up for this week. Right. I, I was invested in the leg so like, by the I time the we saw it. the first one was free. Board. I think the first one was like free. Much like Ket, like, well, the first one's you... free. Um, after that, you're hooked yeah. <laughs> and you need to buy legs for the rest of your life. Uh, should we talk about Mandy? It was what she, what did she do this week? She, <sighs> she outed Charlie as the killer on, anonymously on the internet. And she feels guilty about it, but she's trying to get Nancy off her back. And did it work? Mm, I don't know. Nancy didn't put two and two together, but Luke did. And Luke is fucking raging at Mandy. Oh, yeah. Luke throwing the coffee cup. He's pissed. Nancy is is sniffing around. Um, she has theories, but she's never once considered Ella as a suspect. I think we'll be led there soon enough. Mandy, I love the scene where she's posting that. It's uh, such drama. So many pained looks from, from Mandy as she's about to post. What's she going to do? But that's not even necessarily the worst thing she does this week <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile mandy and darren are down on their finances <laughs> i don't know if that's a term that it is now um they're, they're down on their finances uh because they have um they've been swindled by kurt that's not gone away and they're they owe a ton of money in back rent i guess close to ten thousand pounds <laughs> something like that they decide to buy some or to sell some of their restaurant shares in the hutch back to tony and that should solve all their problems but when nancy tries to apologize to sid she fails (laughs) miserably um and stee is not having it um so stee says you have to pay for this new leg or i'm going to the cops but she goes to the cops and if, if he goes to the cops, then obviously that's not going to bode well for a teacher that she threw a disabled student's 
leg in a river. Um, so that would pretty much ruin her life. One can make that logical conclusion. So Darren jumps in and takes the money that was supposed to be spent on his and Mandy's rent and gives it to Steve to pay off the leg, to pay off Nancy's debt, to pay off his ex-wife's debt. Oi, so now we're, we're back in Darren and Nancy territory, like... I, I don't know. So. Do we think do we think they're going to get together? Do we think Mandy's going to push Darren away enough for that he'll end up back with Nancy, or when he finds out about Ella, is that going to push him back to Nancy? I mean, Nancy was ready to get busy, get horizontal with Darren. Well, yeah, Nancy, <laughs> after getting day drunk with Grace, <laughs> throws herself yeah. at Darren after she finds out that she paid off Steve. So she does make a pass beyond just words, and he he pushes her mm-hmm. off, which is great. And Darren is a changed man after Kyle's suicide and his own depression and says he can't keep secrets anymore, even though Mandy is keeping this ginormous one behind his back. So it's really, it's really kind of heartbreaking to see these characters who I think the first, one of the first episodes I saw was them like sleeping together, like in the caverns underneath oh, the yeah, town underneath or something. The, the and yeah, yeah. so for <laughs> me that like it's always been, oh, I, I think Darren's actually depressed because he's in love with Nancy and not with Mandy. So it'll be interesting to see. But when Darren goes home to tell Mandy that he helped Nancy, here's what happened. She cuts him off. She actually proposes to Darren. She's sad. She's crying. She's desperate. She's doing it for all the wrong reasons. That's the cliffhanger of the week. That is, I mean, and what is that going to do? I mean, just cement cement him, I guess. So when the truth comes out, he won't be able to go back to Nancy or what is she really thinking? Is that, what is Mandy thinking right now? Well, I think so. But I mean, this the previous scene with Mandy prior to the proposal was with Luke and, and Luke was saying they were married twice. You've never been married. That's, you don't understand that. I think she's thinking, oh, right, right. I'll rope him in. He'll be married to me. I'll, I'll keep him away from Nancy, but really more, I think, to keep the secret, which is so sad. Right. And Luke is trying to just explain to Mandy the bond a marriage creates and then Mandy instead of applying it to Darren and Nancy applies it to what it could create for her and Darren which I yeah. guess is not that much of a logical leap but that's definitely not what he was talking about <laughs> yeah she, she chose to take the wrong lesson from that so we should pose that question though to our listeners that like have watched the show and and know Darren and Nancy together obviously they were married a couple times apparently Pat and I have not seen them together they were already apart when we both started watching uh, Nancy was with Kyle and of course Darren was with Mandy so should we should we want Nancy to reunite again there's a third time a charm or um, or do we not need to see that? What, what do you what do you think? Are you Dancy fans out there? Let us know. What else? This week, we've come to the end of a very long chapter, as Martine says. <laughs> and we're really hoping that that's true. The chapter of Dr. Lay seems to be closed. There will not be a Beyond the Red Door. Yeah, sort of resolved. I mean, I guess the tapes of, of Toby confessing murder are, are, are smashed into the concrete i guess um so i i don't know ostensibly dr lay will say he's a murderer but i guess no one is going to believe her is what we're led to think i would think because yeah they found out she was a fraud they exposed her as a fraud and a child abuser celeste called the cops and she was carted away meanwhile martine still doesn't even know like i mean she knows that they sent toby to deal with his anger with dr lay but she has no idea about Lisa or Mitchell or, mm-hmm. you know, the extent of Toby's anger. And when is she going to find out about this? And 
you know, I feel like she's the key. She's the one that can help him probably in a way. I, I don't know how I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. She doesn't know the depths of what happened with Dr. Lay and she doesn't know all of the Toby story. So, you know, will a mother's forgiveness be possible here? I'm interested to see. Meanwhile, Felix suddenly doesn't want Toby to go to jail. Like it's time to for Toby to go to jail and Felix is suddenly like, oh no, you don't have to go to jail anymore. All because of... <laughs> He saw him with Cleo and he sees that there's love there. Yeah, it's It was a bit of a turn on a dime, I thought. Speaking of a uh, turn on a dime, I mean, Dr. Lay's downfall is happens in one episode. <laughs> it, all it After takes is a Google this, yeah. and one phone call. And that was a bit of a letdown, a kind of like a Kurt. We, we, we don't know what we're doing with the storyline, so let's just make them leave. I'm not sad about it. But I was happy that she was this crazy person a little bit, I guess. Um but glad she's gone. But her accusations might cause questions about Lisa. And all it takes is for someone to try to locate her. And you've got a missing person. And True. then you might have a body. And then you have Mitchell. So while Dr. Lay is wrapped up, there's lots of loose ends. And they're coming for Toby. That's true. It was a bit of an anticlimactic climax, but who knows where the climax will really come if there's, you know, more to the story, obviously. I am looking forward to Martine and Celeste having more of a relationship. I think that that's what they're teeing up here with her moving in. And they had some great scenes together. I'm hoping that they have more to talk about than just Toby. Like, I'd love to see them (laughs) develop a bond so that when she does find out about Lisa, it's even more of a betrayal. Oh, yeah, good point. Because Celeste obviously was there for it, <laughs> knows everything. Covered it up, sent Mitchell away. I mean, yeah. Celeste at this point is almost as much of a villain as Toby, if not worse, because she doesn't have, you know, the same reasons. She wasn't created as a monster. She was on the other side of that door. Yeah, exactly. She's just, she's been there and she's helped cover it up. And she hasn't, you know, in spite of herself, she hasn't been able to do anything to stop it. But she keeps trying. God bless her heart (laughs) bless her heart uh what about what about marnie's heart (laughs) where's where's marnie's heart and where's marnie's head she's very cold to grandson romeo and Cher this week very cold i was like marnie like she agrees to let Cher cut hair at the salon after hours and then a minute later takes it back and lets maxine and her mom open a uh uh dance studio there which is all for a bribe from, from Nasty Brad, Brad. From Brad. Marnie doesn't seem to be motivated by money that much. She sh- would seem to be more motivated by status. So I don't know. There was a little yeah. bit of flirtation there too. So maybe she's uh, she's thinking yeah, she's going to get hot a little. For Brad. And there's already some tension between Marnie and Trish. So that's like funny, like Trish is pissing off Marnie, but then Marnie is like, oh, you can, you can use my salon uh, for your dance <laughs> studio. It's like, well, sh- she certainly didn't endear herself to you, but. They, yes. they spun it that they're both artists. So they, uh, <laughs> they have that they passion. Have, they, they have that passion. Yeah. So they're going to fight. But meanwhile, I mean, what does it mean for Cher and Romeo? I, I kind of like the idea of a salon in the salon. Like that was cute. Yeah. But when she, I didn't, I didn't expect Cher's lifelong dream to be as a hairstylist. I kind of thought she'd be a singer or something. I don't know. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect this vocation for her, but. Cher's got to do something, I guess. Um, and I do believe the actress is a singer, so I would have anticipated her to sing too. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, her namesake, Cher. <laughs> Cher. Yes. yes. <laughs> but the idea of cutting hair in a coffee shop isn't super sexy. The idea of short and curlies and cappuccinos was where my mind went to. Maxi Pad too. points out. 
maxi pad. <laughs> mom, don't call me that. <laughs> mom, no, Trish. She can't call her mom, right? Yeah, she has to call her Trish now. Their relationship is weird. Weird. Playing the comedy really well, but then you have to wonder, like, how is Trish as cold as Edward? Like, in a way? <laughs> I mean, she's not, she's not going to try to kill Maxine. We don't think that. Well, we don't know. But, well, we sure don't know. Well, if she but, finds out about her and Brad, all bets are off. Yeah, and that's never going to come out in a good way at this point. Still don't know what Brad's modus operandi was when he got to town a day before Trish and started taking naughty photos of her daughter. <laughs> I mean, just basically what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well what else this week we saw to- we saw like odds and ends we saw toby and joel have a heart to heart that was interesting never thought these two would talk but they're warren and felix's respective sons and i didn't so even I put that, that together yeah so i found that, that interesting that they would cross paths um, joel was really endearing i mean that was a scene where he wasn't making trouble for own. Teresa or or goldie he was actually being a good priest or or minister or whatever he is um (laughs) i like that scene yeah me too nancy just running all around town and saying she's a piece of work and like courtney yelling at her everyone everyone gave nancy a piece of their their mind i think yes oh Um, courtney was so good (laughs) reading her reading her for filth on the street um uh for throwing a kid's prosthetic in the in the <laughs> water. Yeah. Exactly. Uh Courtney, who I like didn't even know her name like a couple weeks back, is now one of my favorite characters just with with some great. I know downs. she's been so fun lately. Um she's been so much fun. So I'm glad we're seeing more of her. And uh, I mean Nancy day drinking and having oh, a the twerking the twerk off oh my god so good and we got verity flossing verity flossing marnie <laughs> dancing we i i'm gonna try to do a super cut for the insta uh of all the dance oh yeah that'll be fun because there was actually a lot of funny lines and, and bits and bobs this week speaking of verity flossing um she was doing the dance of the fake pregnancy this week sammy told his mother Mizba or his, his stepmother Mizba that they're expecting. And I love the scene at the end of the week where Diane and Verity are having a drink outside and Mizba calls Diane to share the news of the pregnancy that she's not supposed to share. And she turns the FaceTime video around to Verity, who's cheersing her with a wine glass. That's just such a great. Mizba's like, you're drinking and pregnant. Yes, like, you're supposed to be pregnant. Oh my God, such a good scene. Such a good moment. Verity's gotten herself into a real fucking mess for next week. Pardon my French. Yeah, she sure has. So I'm assuming we'll be picking up with, with that. And of course, Mandy's proposal. So there's a few dangling questions in the air as they ended on Friday. So many dangling questions. Uh, yeah. What do you think Darren's response will be? Uh, I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to shut her down to some respect, but I don't, but I don't know why. I mean, I feel like they should be married. I mean, in theory, but I feel like he's going to come up with some excuse um, or just say now's not the time. I don't know. Yeah. We won't have an answer on Monday. I bet it'll be drawn out for sure. Definitely not. Like an envelope with a blackmail photo. We won't know for a while. talk about the best of the week i think we should let's start with scene yeah you want to tell us what you thought was the best scene of the week for me wow um you know i like to go with the comedic you know that i i like a good laugh i like a good chemistry moment 
I think for me, it was Grace and Nancy in the village from Friday. <laughs> Grace popping her head over the balcony to yell. Did you throw Sid's leg into the river? Yes. Oh, are you okay, hon? Oh. Yeah. You all right, hon? I heard you threw Sid's leg in the river. And so, Nancy's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then they have a bit of a fight there. Um, Trish this interrupts them. So good. So, so good. That So that was my scene of the week. I know it wasn't the most important scene, uh, but for me, it just was my favorite. How about you? Uh, it was terrific. And in terms of comedy, I mean, if anyone just saw it, and I think they even have it on their like Instagram, the Holyoke's official, Holyoke's official Instagram, that just that little peeping her head out. And it's such a funny clip. Like if I saw this clip and had never watched the show, I'd be like, I need to watch the show and know what the heck that's about, about this crazy lady throwing a leg in the river. Um, but my favorite scene of the week was probably the actual throwing of the leg because that was just <laughs> too wonderful. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that would be my scene. They're very complimentary. Yeah, they are. They go hand in hand. <laughs> uh, star of the week. I'll go first because I think I always put you on the spot with this one. All right. For me, uh, it's, it's Nancy. It's got to be Nancy. It's Nancy's week, right? She is desperate. She's the alpha mom this week. She's dealing with Mandy being this conniving person behind her back working against her. She does the leg. She does the twerking. She throws herself at Darren. It's, <laughs> it's a whirlwind. It's a, it's, she day drinks. It's a crazy week for her. So uh, Nancy is my star of the week. How about you? Well, um, it took us three weeks to get here, but we're in consensus. Whee! Nancy, Whoa. 100%. 100% Nancy. I mean, she is the only one who had like, I think like a start to finish you know, was around all week and doing things and 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 had a, a massive through line. And in fact, like, you know, it usually feels like there's like five or so different stories this week. But this week, it felt like there were maybe just like three or so or, you know, there might have been more stories going on. But everything was most of them were stemming right from Nancy and, and Sid and their drama. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, Billy Price, of course, had another gold star week, as always. What we saw, we were mostly following Nancy on this story. So that's why I think you know, she deserves it. Jessica Fox. Jessica you're, Fox. We're, we're Congratulations. So you're our star of the week. Our week first two, double star, gold star of the week. Yes. Welcome to the club, Jessica Fox. We, we, need a, we need a wiki page where we like, you know, where it shows like our star of the week and tracks it every week. Oh my God, yes. Um, and who picked what and yes. Yeah, like, um, you know, like a reality show where it's like who won which competitions each week. Each week. Oh my God, we should do a Hollyoaks Survivor. <laughs> I, you heard it here, folks. Hollywood Survivor. I love it. I, I'm into it. So what's next? We're, we we move into, um, where are we? Second week of February? <laughs> I never even know what, what time, what day it is in real life anymore because I'm on Hollyoaks time, which is in the U.S. two weeks behind. We're coming up on Valentine's Day in, in Hollyoaks time. So hopefully love is in the air for next week. Maybe for Sharon Romeo. I don't know. I don't know, you know, how this, uh, how she's going to take this uh, blow that she lost her chance at opening the salon. I don't know if there's other options. Hopefully there there are. Well, because the old hair studio is now the law office. Is that correct? (laughs) It is. It is. They should have just kept it. I mean, where are people going to get their hair done? (laughs) Uh, Next week, we're supposed to find out it's, it's Diane's appointment. So I think we'll be finding out who the daddy is. Yes, we should definitely find out the paternity, which I'm dying for. So that's good. 
I might have seen a spoiler on the on the socials. Yeah, it's really hard being two it's weeks hard. behind. But it could I have been a fake spoiler. Who knows? I'm I'm that's true. Hoping for the best. I noticed that some of the tabloids that cover the shows are they they they're very um they always go to people being dead, and so I've seen headlines about characters dying that are definitely not dead um so when so at least that gives me some calm when i when i do see a spoiler that someone died i'm like well that could be a false because it's really just like character dead question mark and that's like the giant headline and then sometimes they are but sometimes they they might not yeah i was faked out i i had seen a diane spoiler that when edward faked her death she was really dead and so for months i was (laughs) like oh no this is how the storyline's gonna end but (laughs) i was wrong you were wrong. Diane lives to see another day. And then what else do we got? Well, I, I, you know me, I'm still waiting for Martine to figure out Toby's problems, but I already talked about that. And then does Nancy figure out the truth about, about Ella? Is Mandy able to protect her daughter any longer? I hope she finds out from Victor. Oh, that's what I want. Yeah, that would be good. Oh yeah. Because Victor knows because of Ella's big mm-hmm. mouth or Ella herself, you know, she is, she's dying to just tell the world. She really is. Poor Ella. Poor Ella. <laughs> Let's not end on Ella. <laughs> no. We can talk uh, about Romeo's um, bulge in his pants. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> no, it was, I was like, Romeo. Oh, my, oh, my. Oh, another good thing we never talked about. The McQueen women grilling Toby. Oh, uh, Mercedes and Goldie on our <laughs> screens grilling handsome Toby. What Doing was the like line? Oh, yeah. Um... When Toby said he's never dated and I guess is still a virgin is the implication. Mercedes, I believe, said that there's no way Toby stayed in that rapper past his sell-by date. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious. Like, yeah, you would not think this man, unless he was wearing a a priest's uniform, whatever it's called, um, you would never think this man is a virgin. Um, (laughs) Ooh, maybe, maybe Toby will end up on the path to becoming a priest. Maybe that's how he'll finally find redemption. Inspired by Joel. You heard it here first. Holly Blokes exclusive. And then maybe Joel will finally unburden himself by bringing Toby to God that he will give up the clergy and will just be the man whore that he clearly wants to be, Warren Fox Jr. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's what we really need out of Joel because right now I don't know what we're going to get out of Joel. Well, now that the tips are gone, I want more of Joel. All right, thanks for joining us this week. You can watch new episodes of Hollyoaks in the U.S. on Hulu and, of course, on Channel 4 across the pond. Thanks to Abloom for our wonderful theme music. Questions? Want to give us your take? Want to be blokes? Connect with us. Our Insta is hollyblokes, and our email is hollyblokes at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. And as always, for advice on real issues, go online to channel4.com support. 